life was so hard and sad in those early weeks and months. Stephen Curtis Chapman talking about the death of his daughter, Maria. It was hard to imagine ever feeling joy again or tears that would ever be anything but tears of sadness. Right now all I can taste are bitter tears And right now all I can see are clouds of sorrow Stephen Curtis Chapman is our guest on this episode of GPS, God, People, Stories. I'm Phil Fleischman. And I'm Jim Kirkland. Stephen is going to share about trusting God during the darkest and most painful time in his life. Also, Billy Graham will share a word about the answer to your suffering, which is Jesus Christ. Is your sorrow too great for you to bear? Jesus Christ can give you comfort and companionship. Jesus gives that comfort and companionship because he has defeated darkness and pain and death because of his death on a cross and most significantly because of his resurrection from the grave on the third day. That's what we're celebrating this weekend, Easter weekend. And to know that comfort that Jesus provides, go to this website. It's findpeacewithgod.net. That's findpeacewithgod.net. GPS. God. People. Stories. Stephen Curtis Chapman needs little introduction. Simply put, he is one of the most well-known Christian musicians of the last 30 years. Yeah, if you turned uh, the radio on any time in the last three decades, chances are you've heard some of Stephen's greatest hits. In total, Stephen Curtis Chapman has released over 20 albums with more than 10 million copies sold. He's also won five Grammy Awards and 58 Dove Awards. That's the most Dove Awards for anyone ever. Stephen recalls growing up in the 60s in the small town of Paducah, Kentucky, before he won all those awards. My family, you know, we went to church on Sunday morning pretty regularly, but that was pretty much, you know, the extent of our uh, relationship with with the Lord at that point, or our, our life of faith was just going to church on Sunday morning. When Stephen was seven, his church held a revival. By the end of that week of services, my mom and dad and brother had all committed their lives to Christ and, and really began to change. That, that began to transform my family. The Chapmans were praying, singing, and reading the Bible together like they never had before. A few months later, when Stephen Curtis Chapman was eight, he would make his own decision to follow Christ. I remember just very clearly that morning sensing that Jesus was knocking at the door of my heart and calling me to come and, you know, let him come into my heart and follow him with my life. And uh, that's really when my faith journey began that, that Sunday morning. That faith journey would include a move to Nashville to pursue a career in singing and songwriting when Stephen was 21. He eventually moved into the Christian music mainstream in the early 90s, and he's been there pretty much ever since. Over those years, Stephen has also been a part of some Billy Graham crusades. He remembers his family's reaction to his first crusade appearance in 1991. My grandparents, who my mom's mom and dad, were, you know, just loved Billy Graham. And, and I think it was one of the first things that I ever did when they were sort of able to go 
okay, this is serious what you're doing. You know, this is legitimate. And they, they were always supportive, but, you know, they just didn't understand it. It's like you're traveling around singing to people and your hair's long and, you know, but you're singing about the Lord, so that's good. But anyone I was able to tell them, hey, I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to get to, you know, meet Billy Graham and be on one of his crusades. And they, then it was like, oh, okay, now, now we get it, you know. So that was really sweet. Former Crusade music director Cliff Barrows introduced Stephen that night in New Jersey. You know, it's always refreshing to meet a young man who is committed to Jesus Christ. And that is certainly the case with our special musical guest tonight, Stephen Curtis Chapman. We were glad to have you. It is such an honor to be here tonight. Such an exciting thing to be a part of this crusade, to have an opportunity to share a stage with Billy Graham. And uh, so I thank you for that opportunity. And most of all, I am thankful to know that God has always been faithful, that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And I'm so thankful for that. Well, I was eight years old when I decided to follow Jesus. God's faithfulness that Stephen Curtis Chapman mentioned there is something he and his family would have to cling to a little later in life. That's because a heartbreaking tragedy happened to the Chapmans in 2008. Life was so hard and sad um, in those early weeks and months. It was hard to imagine ever feeling joy again or tears that would ever be anything but tears of sadness. What caused that pain and those tears? The death of Stephen's adopted daughter, Maria. She was just five when she was accidentally struck by a car in the family driveway. When Maria went to be with Jesus, the hardest, darkest moments of our of our grief came probably more a year or two after we actually lost Maria. You know, Mary Beth and I, not knowing many days how we're going to survive this, how we're going to survive it, you know, our marriage and, and just individually not wanting to survive it, really wanting to just close our eyes and not open them again until we're, we're in heaven with Maria and with Jesus and the pain is gone. I don't even want to breathe right now. All I want to do is close my eyes. And I don't want to open them again until I'm standing on the other side. Today, almost nine years after the Chapmans lost Maria, the pain is still there. Stephen calls it the ultimate, unfixable part of his story, at least on this side of eternity. We were made to be, uh, originally, in the garden in a place where, you know, things were not broken. And the fall that, you know, we live in now is frustrating. There's a part of us that that knows this is not how it's supposed to be. The, the world is not supposed to be broken like it is. And so the fact that I'm longing for something to be different than it is, let that remind me that I was made for a relationship with God, that I was made to be, you know, in His presence, that I'm longing for heaven. I'm longing for something that is to come that does exist. It's just not going to happen this side of heaven. And so I'm going to have to live with this longing and this ache. The longing and ache to see Maria again will probably always be there. But Stephen also points out that God has used his family's tragedy to work for good. After the loss of Maria, there was such an outpouring of love and support from so 
many people that we set up a fund and called Maria's Miracle Fund. And out of that, we were able to build and begin operation of a six-story medical facility in China called Maria's Big House of Hope that takes care of about 140 children that are medically fragile, orphaned children that we've been able to see hundreds of those lives literally saved. And now five or 600 of those children who've come through there are have been adopted and are in families thriving. And these were children that were, were dying literally in, you know, in, the, in the places where they were. Stephen also says God has taught him this in the years since Maria died. It's in my weakness that his strength is made perfect, recognizing that's the most broken places, this side of heaven, that God shows up in the most profound ways uh, in my story, allowing him and, and looking for him and, and experiencing him in those those unfixable places, I think is really what the journey of faith is all about. When you think you've hit the bottom And the bottom gives way And you fall into darkness No words can explain You don't know how you make it out of life Jesus will meet you there Stephen Curtis Chapman's journey of faith is ongoing. And he knows that God will always be with him through the moments of pain and doubt. God cares about your struggles and your pain, too. So much that he gave his son, Jesus Christ, in order to save you. If you're hurting, Jesus is there to provide peace and comfort and forgiveness for your sins. You can find out more about how you can experience that peace and forgiveness by going to our website, findpeacewithgod.net. That's findpeacewithgod.net. In just a minute, Stephen Curtis Chapman is going to share how his oldest daughter, Emily, helped to bring healing to the Chapmans after the loss of Maria. You're listening to GPS, God, People, Stories, a podcast production of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Is your sorrow too great for you to bear? Jesus Christ can give you comfort and companionship. Billy Graham. You who must go through the valley of the shadow of death. You who must say goodbye to those whom you have loved. Take heart, take courage. Our Lord Jesus Christ is more than adequate for your sorrow. Some time ago, I talked to a man who had lost his wife and three children in a fire. No man could have more reason to be bitter or to be sorrowful than he. Yet he gripped my hand with a strong grip and his face was smiling when he said, tell the world that the grace of God is sufficient even for the worst disaster. Yes, this is a world of thwarted hopes, broken dreams and frustrated desires. For all of us, it ends in death. But Christ can take discouragement and despondency out of your life. Repent of your sins at this moment. Receive Him as your Savior. He will come into your heart. Start reading your Bible, spending time in prayer, and know the joy of walking day by day with Jesus Christ. And now back to the hosts of GPS, Phil Fleischman and Jim Kirkland. Got something for your prayer list. Will you pray with us for an upcoming event in Washington, D.C.? It is called the World Summit for Persecuted Christians, and it's happening just a month from now. And we would greatly appreciate your prayers 
for persecuted Christians around the world, and especially for those who will be attending this conference. Our guest on this episode of GPS has been Stephen Curtis Chapman. A few years after he and his wife, Mary Beth, lost their youngest daughter, Maria, their oldest daughter, Emily, had a baby. It was a moment that brought some much-needed healing to the Chapman family. We're standing here at the crib of our first grandbaby, arms around each other, just tears streaming down our faces, looking down at this new beginning. This, we're gonna, they're thinking, you know, we're going to get to celebrate her first steps and her first words and seeing the, the gift of life you know, in that moment was one of those moments for us of just saying, God, your goodness and, you know, your your faithfulness in this, we can taste it, we can see it. It has been a delight to talk with Stephen Curtis Chapman and to enjoy some of his music on this episode of GPS. Thank you for joining us and happy Easter. He is risen. I'm Jim Kirkland. And I'm Phil Fleischman. He is risen indeed. GPS, God People Stories. It's an outreach of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Always good news. You are-